As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Again, this is your girl, Miss Yak, with another episode of Girl Talk with Miss Yak. And tonight, heading out of the year of 2021, I brought on a special guest, uh, Miss Desiree, a business owner of Account for Data. Um, she has a business with accounting and specializing in businesses and whatnot. And you know what? At the end of the year, it's about that time to get your things in order. So I'm going to go ahead and bring on my special guest so she can go ahead and tell you how to do just that. So without further ado, we have Desiree. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to come and speak to everyone in regards to, you know, accounting and the importance of accounting. I mean, it's the end of the year. Right. And so everybody's about that time to get all those tax returns and stuff. They're going to start coming out next month or so. Um, we got to start filing our taxes. So tell us a little bit about your business account for data and what does it do? Well, I'm glad you brought up that it's the end of the year. So everybody's trying to scramble and get all of their things together. So um, my business is Account for Data, and we do accounting and bookkeeping for small businesses, and we also do like fractional CFO. So one thing I really like to stress in as far as accounting is that you don't just need accounting at the end of the year, something that should be done throughout the year, because it tracks all of your expenses and your revenue. And you don't want to know at the end of the year things that you could have changed throughout the year to make your business run more efficiently and expenses that you could have avoided if you had just been looking those at those types of things throughout the year. And also, if you're not tracking all of your things, there are a lot of things you forget about after a whole year has passed and that you're not, you can't add because you can't remember what you did. So that's one of the things I really want to offer businesses is an affordable solution to keeping up with their accounting throughout the year so that they can find ways to improve their business and make more money. So for someone who, you know, have a small business, like maybe like a mom and pop type business, what would you recommend would be the best way to keep up with those things throughout the year? I mean, because, you know, 
some of us we we just do like the keep the receipts in the shoebox type of thing, yeah. and then at the end of the day we just dump it all out and mm-hmm. you know see what happens. I mean that's better than anything. I think at the minimum you should keep uh, a business account at the minimum. Keep a business account and keep your receipts. And at the minimum, this is what you want to do. And at any time, you can always, if you have your business checking account, at any time, you can always dump all that information out into an Excel spreadsheet and just categorize it by that. And then you can see, like, just put it in with the days. I mean, I'm very familiar with with Excel spreadsheets. And so this is something that I can just do really quickly. But if you're not, then it's something that you might want to work on. But you can, at any time, you can just dump all of that information out into an Excel spreadsheet and you can categorize it and see, okay, I spent a lot of money with this particular vendor. Or you can just put, you can say all of this was marketing. You can categorize it yourself instead of just having to count software if that's just, you know, if that works for you, if you don't have a whole lot going on, you'll see all of it. As long as you have a business checking account, you can see the ins and outs of all of, of your money. You can just do it that way. But um, the benefits of having like accounting software is that it's easy. You don't have to worry about keeping your paper receipts. Most um, most softwares allow you to just take pictures of your receipts and upload them really quick. And that comes really handy. Also, a lot of them work with your taxes so that they're tracking that information so that when you're ready to get your taxes at the end of the year, it's really simple for it to just put all the information together and give that to your uh, tax tax preparer to get your taxes done. And it just makes life a whole lot easier. But at the minimum, get a business checking account and keep track of all of your receipts. And if you really want to, and it's good for mom, mom and pops if you're side business is just a side business and you're not really that concerned about whether or not it's going to grow. But if you want your business to grow, then you're going to have to invest in some some type of accounting software. And you're going to want to track that stuff like every quarter at the, at, the, at the minimum. And hopefully when you start making more money and have more transactions, you're going to want to start doing that every month. And so then you can see how well you did in one month versus another month. Like if you've done a business for a whole year, you can come back to those records and be like this year, this month I had the most sales ever. So you're going to want to prepare. You you might even want to know what did I do differently that month so that I can, can I can prepare next year to have that same inventory or I'll have the capacity to provide those same services. Or you might have had a really bad month and then you can say, OK, I had a really bad month this that 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 year so i'm going to want to make sure i have extra cash in the bank to make sure that i can keep running my business through these tough times all right so when it comes to you know okay you said that it's at a minimum we need to go ahead and start having probably invest in some type of accounting data mm-hmm. account, accounting uh program per se right. mm-hmm. so when it comes to doing that you know not everybody is savvy with excel mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, others may not feel like, you know, they may be untrusting of certain account account accounting programs. Mm-hmm. So is there anyone that is better than the others or that you would recommend? Are there any accounting softwares that are better than others? Yes. Asking? Um, as far as trusting an accounting software, I think that they are all trustworthy, you know. The most popular is QuickBooks. Everyone knows, mostly everyone has heard of QuickBooks. And so that's the most popular one. And it's really user-friendly for people who aren't um, accounting or up-to-date on their accounting knowledge. And so for those reasons, it's really it's really user-friendly and everyone knows about it. So you could probably find any accountant 
who can work with you and get you set up in QuickBooks and explain to you how that works. And a lot of this stuff you can do yourself once you get it set up. You might need some help here and there, but just as far as categorizing transactions so you know how much you're spending on a particular um, expense for your business, it's easy to do. Um, but there are just other less known, lesser known softwares that aren't as robust as QuickBooks that maybe don't integrate with all of the other apps and softwares that are out nowadays, but they're all really good and they all have their, um, you know, highs and lows. Okay. So for small businesses, is there any place in particular, like, okay, when we're going through our receipts and whatnot, is there any particular place that, okay, we should, we should see that most of our money to, is going to uh, part A as opposed to part B. You said, is there a place where we should or could see that? So I'm I'm asking. So for businesses, when we're going through our expenses, mm -hmm. because we want to track exactly where our expenses are going to, where where the money is going to. Mm -hmm. But ideally, you know, if you had to put it on a scale. Is there one area where your money should be going to the most versus another area? Mm -hmm. Okay, I understand. And it really depends on what kind of business you're in because all businesses are different. You know, if you have a business that sells items, then they're going to have a lot of their money in their inventory. If you are a business that makes stuff, you're going to have a lot of stuff in your materials. A lot of services are have most of their expenses going to payroll. So it really depends on the type of business you're in. And another thing that you can do to compare yourself is to benchmark against other companies and see how they're spending their money. And so you can um, find some data. If you do a quick website search, you could probably find some data on which to benchmark and you can compare yourself with more well-known companies and see how they're spending their money. And then you can just try to, you know, work your way towards that. Okay, so is there any particular like keyword to search for when you're doing that type of research? You can just try benchmarking data or something like that. A lot of times if you say if you are a restaurant and you want to um and you want to see how is McDonald's spending their money, then you could just look up especially for public companies like McDonald's and you can just go and look up McDonald's financials and then see and there are various websites. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but you could just try to find websites websites that offer public information, just any type of like Yahoo Finance or something, Yahoo Finance or something like that. And they'll should have information about how they are doing their where their spending is going. And a lot of times it may not provide it in a way that you can understand because a lot of this is financial ratios and things like that. But that is a good way to see if you are, you know, spending your money efficiently or to see what okay. other companies are doing and how you could be maybe changing your structure up a little bit. Okay. So in your opinion, what do you think one of the biggest mistakes businesses make in regards to their accounting? Not doing it. <laughs> Not <laughs> doing it. <laughs> I think a lot of, just like you were saying earlier, a lot of people wait until the end of the year to get all of their stuff together and they don't know what's been going on throughout their business throughout the year. And then they might do this consistently, you know, just every year, just wait until the end of the year so they can get all of their things done for taxes. And so throughout the year, they don't know what, you know, they might have a feeling, an idea of what mm -hmm. could be going on, but they're not 
being prepared for what they might know is going to happen because it happened last year. So they might not be getting prepared for it. So just a lack of accounting overall, I think, is a mistake a lot of small businesses make. And it's really hard to say because every business is not built with the intention of becoming some multi-million dollar business. So a lot of people are fine with just, you know, having a little side money or it might be something sort of like a hobby, but they just happen to be really good at it and make money at it. So a lot of it is what your intentions with the business are. So, um, but still, you still want to keep track of what you're spending your money on. You don't really want to lose money on your business. Right. Of course not. I mean, you know, I, I hear that they say like a lot of businesses go under within the first, is it the first five years? Yes. I think they said like 66%. And then even within seven years, it was, it goes up, it keeps going up. So uh, a lot of small businesses don't survive. And a lot of it has to do because they don't have, because I, because I was reading up on this I, the other day, I'm always interested in why all these small businesses are failing and a lot of it does have to do with them not having enough cash or capital to keep their business business running, which could be prevented if you were keeping track of your money so you could save money that could be prevented. And also you aren't able to get loans because you, you don't really know you're not keeping up with what's going on with your business. So when you try to get a business loan, you don't have the information to give to a lender so they can look at your financials and see whether or not they're making a smart investment. Wow. Wow. So so what kind of services do you provide at Account for Data? So I provide bookkeeping and bookkeeping is can be it's bookkeeping is uh, sort of underrated, but bookkeeping is categorizing all the transactions into different accounts. So if you spend a lot of money on marketing, they're just going to put it in different categories like marketing, utilities, um, software expense fees, you know, things like that. So generally they will put all of those expenses and your revenue, whatever revenue you have coming in, they'll categorize it and then hopefully do this monthly. And then they'll do reconciliations, which is reconciling. Okay. The bank says I have this amount of money, but in my accounting software, I'm showing I have this amount of money. So they also try to reconcile the difference and see where the difference lies so that everything ties out. So they do this hopefully every month. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Preferably, you know, if you can. Bookkeeper should do this for you every month. And then they will send you some reports telling you how much money you made, um, which is usually on your profit and loss statement or income statement, P&L. There's different phrases for it, but they usually send that to you. So you'll know how you did for the month and also a balance sheet, which shows you your accounts payable, mostly your liabilities and um, your assets that you own. So it'll tell you how much your inventory has grown or how much your accounts payable and accounts receivable may have changed. So there are different balance different accounts in on a balance sheet. So usually they will send those two reports at least. And um, oh, goodness. And so and so I don't know a lot of times that people may get these reports and they may not understand or 
felt or not pay attention to it, but it is important to look at these reports because they do give you a good picture overall of your of the health of your business. So you can't just look at your um, and it's great to have cash flow. I mean, above all else, you want to have cash flow. So it's very well, yeah. You, I think most people do just look at their bank account and they're saying, OK, I have money. So and they're fine with that. But um, but you, they, you do still want to look at your your report so you can see, OK, I still have. in accounts payable that I'm going to have to pay this year. So I need to make sure that I'm generating money to pay these bills. And if not, then I can try to figure something out so that I can get the cash to pay these bills. And so that's what uh, I do the bookkeeping and then accounting sort of expands on that. So we will, we sort of do the analysis and see, um, we do the analysis on all the reports that you get and we'll tell you what you might need to do to, to make more money or um, maybe something doesn't look right. We just do a whole lot of analysis on the financial reports to get a better understanding of how the company is doing. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So goodness gracious, there's just so much that goes into account accounting and it's, it's just, I mean, I can, it can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So like, how do you like, okay, if you're coming to a customer and they've got all this paperwork on their table and they're just like, make it make sense. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do you take the overwhelming aspect out of it? Because, yeah, a, a business owner, we want to make money. Mm-hmm. Right. But we know how to go out there and and make our products or and the customer service aspect mm-hmm. of it but that behind the scenes part of it about you know watching the numbers and making sure you stay in the black mm-hmm. that tends to get you know forgotten mm-hmm. you know in the in the whole you know journey to you know get out there and make your face known and, mm-hmm. and your business known and whatnot so how do you make it less scary um, and I totally get that because even now I've just started my business and a lot of times I'm like, I don't even want to look at what's going on in my records. <laughs> so, but as long as you, uh, the, the main thing is just to keep all of your information, keep all of your data, all your financial data. And um, if you feel overwhelmed then just give it to somebody who will help. I mean, that's the best thing you can do is just give it to somebody who can help, because especially if you want your business to grow, you want to be successful and you know you're not don't have the time or you don't feel like you can do it very well. The best thing to do is just to give it to somebody else to help you with. And it will really be worth the investment because you don't want to wait until you get to the point where you're overwhelmed, because if a bookkeeper or an accountant has to look through this, they're like, I'm going to charge this person a lot of money because I have to go through all this and do it. So if you just break it up into little bite-sized pieces and then just give it to them, it makes it a lot easier on both of you. Well, you make a very good point because <laughs> because if the accountant sees all this mess and they're overwhelmed, then yeah, they're probably going to upcharge you. Yeah. Um, so you're going to end up spending more money. Mm-hmm. than you would have had you just kept everything in order throughout the year. Yeah. So that does make a lot of sense. And it might not be as overwhelming for a bookkeeper or an accountant, but it definitely takes a lot of time, which could be, you know, cut up in chunks if you just did it throughout the year instead of doing it at, at, at the end of the year. And then they can also tell you, hey, why are you spending so much money on this bill that you don't, is not even 
you don't need anymore. You know, what do you even know you're still paying this bill? Is it providing you any value? What's your return on this um, expense that you've been paying for all year? You know? Right, right. Oh my goodness. Goodness, goodness. So, all right. So with with the accounting and whatnot, so I, and one thing that I learned, you know, because I know I used to do like the shoebox thing myself. Um, but one thing I learned is it's very good. It's a good habit to get into scanning your receipts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so easy to just take a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, even if you want to save, because you want to save the receipts, mm-hmm. but receipts don't really, they don't keep very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, so most softwares do. You can just take a picture and and upload it to your accounting software, and it makes it so so much easier. A lot of times, I used to work for a business where we used to get receipts like that. People would just give us receipts, and they'll be have they'll have them in their pocket for like a month before we get them. And by then, you can't even understand what's on the receipt. They're so old. So I mean, just take a quick picture and even just save it in your phone. You know, you have Google Drive or whatever Apple. I don't know what Apple does, but I'm a <laughs> I'm an Android user. But you can, um, you know, just take your pictures and then they'll be saved in the cloud somewhere. You can always go back and just grab them out of the cloud and put them into your account software, so you know what it was. Yeah, and I mean, with Apple, you can go ahead and create a file and have files on your phone mm-hmm. and whatnot to save that information in there. So okay. That 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 works. Uh-huh. That works. So, all right. So, with <laughs> the new year about to approach, uh-huh. all right, twenty twenty two is right around the corner. So, at this particular point in time, we're in December, so the, the end of December. What exactly should a a business owner be prepared to bring to their accountant or to their uh, to when they get ready to do their taxes and whatnot? What kind of documentation do they need to have? Well, if you have accounting software, then it would be easy to get all this information together. But if you don't have accounting software, then you're going to want to bring your receipts, especially for your large ticket items. The ones with the very high expenses will definitely want to check those out. And um, and before you take it to get your taxes prepared, you're wanna gonna take it because the tax preparer isn't gonna go through all of that stuff to see they're not gonna do your books for you most unless you have a tax preparer slash account uh slash accountant. They're not gonna do all that. <laughs> so what you would want to do first is go to an accountant or a bookkeeper and get your books caught up year to date. And so they'll go through all of your things and um put everything get everything categorized and do your bank reconciliation so that they'll so that you'll have a good idea of how the year went and you'll have the appropriate amounts into those correct boxes on your tax tax return. Oh, goodness. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. Okay. So, all right. So all of you go ahead. And if you don't have a lot and if you're doing it yourself, then you'll just have to add it all together yourself and put it into and have those amounts ready and then have backup in case um, the tax preparer needs it. Oh my goodness. So, Something so, so something that I've learned today. So all of you that are out there listening or watching or whatnot. So number one, you want to go ahead and stop being a cheapskate and go <laughs> ahead and start using QuickBooks. It's worth it. Okay. <laughs> so we want to go ahead and put that into the budget. So you got to have QuickBooks to keep your stuff in order. Okay. Uh, because if you don't keep yourself in order, then you have to pay more to get somebody else to get your stuff in order. All right, which is going to hurt your bottom line. So we don't want that to happen at all. We want to keep our coin. 
So we don't want to do that. All right. We not only want to keep our receipts, but we want to scan our receipts. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> or take pictures of our receipts so that they can uh, be usable at the end of the year. Right. Okay. So those are the first two things that I've, I've learned today. All right. Uh, because that is a nightmare. I mean, I can just imagine at the end of the year, you've got all these receipts because you've got tons of receipts every month, mm -hmm. like every week, every month. And there's building and building and building. And then at the end of the year, you've got this mountain of receipts and paper. And it's like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's, it's a lot. It's, yeah. it's, it's very, it, like I said before, overwhelming to have so much paperwork to go through. And you know, if you're like me, you know, some of you guys out there are listening and watching or whatever, you're like me, like, you know, Math and me, we have a like a love-hate relationship. So it's like, mm, you know, I did okay in math. You know, I got like B's. I might have got a, a C here or there, whatever. But for the most part, I was like a B student in math. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll do it, but it's just like, I don't want to do it. So it's like, I mean, for me back in school, like if my math problem took up the entire front page of my piece of paper, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Why do I have to go through all these this all those steps to answer this one little question? Yeah. So me and math, we just like, mm, I, I, I don't. Mm -mm. And, and a lot of people say like accounting when they when they hear accounting, they think it has to do a lot with math, but it's really not any complicated math and basic accounting and bookkeeping. It's really not a whole lot. It's knowing the logic of it and. But other than that, it's just, it can really just be like addition and subtraction. There's no, it's nothing too hard. It's mostly just understanding what the, the logic behind it. Okay. So there's like no alphabets and stuff in it? No, not until you get into some really complicated stuff. But for the most part, you don't need that. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of us don't like how we mix the yeah. letters and the, and the numbers together. It's like we yeah. making a whole little alphabet number. I don't either. I don't either. I was, really, so I was really happy to learn that it wasn't like that when I actually started doing the count. I was like, this isn't as hard as everyone makes out to seem. But it's really just understanding the, the, the logic behind it. Oh, okay. All right. So then it's, it's not as, as bad as it seems. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it really just takes you to be very organized mm -hmm. or, or, or have somebody in your corner who is organized for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So when it's all said and done, that's basically what it is. So now I also know, like, I don't know if you're familiar with um, like Square. A lot of business uses Square as well. Mm -hmm. And so I've used it in the past also. So that's kind of like a, another way to kind of keep record of your past transactions mm -hmm. as well. So like, because you can make your purchases and Square keeps a record of everything. Right. Put yep. it all out. Uh, yeah. A lot of these e-commerce platforms do that. They'll um, keep the records of all your transactions. And then a lot of them, if you have QuickBooks, a lot of them integrate. And so they'll they'll go into QuickBooks and it'll automatically be in the in the category that it needs to go to. So mm -hmm. very, very nice. Mm -hmm. Well, all right then. Well, goodness gracious, Miss Desiree, thank you so much for coming on. And getting this all squared away with our accounting for our small businesses, because, you know, I have a lot of classmates um, that are out there doing the thing, doing them, you know, making it make happen with their small businesses and whatnot. So I know this information could be very valuable to them and many more. 
I hope so. Hope they learn something and and I don't I don't want to harp on QuickBooks. It's really popular, but there are other kind of softwares out there that do the job just as well. So you just have to check them out. Just look for some kind of software that suits your purpose. There's some that are even free. So you know. Mm, we like free. Yeah. Maybe might not be as user friendly, but they'll get the job done. Okay, but you know, still free helps yeah. my bottom line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, we like that word. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, again, thanks so much for coming on. For all of you out there who are watching on my YouTube channel, as you can see down there at the bottom, we do have Desiree's work up to her website address is scrolling down at the bottom account for data. So feel free to go ahead, check her out, give her a call and have her go ahead and help you out with your small business today. And for all of you there out there watching and listening again, as always, don't forget to like, subscribe and share. Until next time, y'all be good. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.